Guys and gals, we are back. It is April 30th. This is our fourth Supernova training podcast. And guess what? We are all still under quarantine. Nothing has changed except I believe it's starting to rain more in Northern Virginia. I have Bobby Wheeler and Joe Flynn with me today. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing good. How about you, Joe? I am good. I am good. All right. Did you finally uh, figure out that whole roommate situation? Who's making dinner on what night? Yeah, you know, we got a little schedule planned out. Uh, you know, who does the dishes? Who does the who does the cooking? Who does the cleaning? I love you know, it. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, we are going to get off of our roommates and are sitting at home in quarantine right now, and we're going to jump right into what we believe is the garage gym essentials. We are now in this new day and age with the quarantine and COVID-19 keeping us at home and everybody is building out their garage gym, their living room gym, whatever you want to call it. It can be anywhere from a set of dumbbells to a full out uh, gym in their garage. I think we have a one of our athletes, Scott Shirey, has completely outfitted his garage with every piece of equipment that he needs. But I want to know from you guys, Bobby and Joe, what do you believe are garage gym essentials? Joe, why don't you answer that question first? Um, yeah. So I think if you're going like minimalist, if you don't have much space, I think a set of dumbbells um, and maybe a jump rope are, are key. Um, if you have some space and you're looking to get a little bit more in, I think a piece of cardio equipment, possibly a bike um, or a rower, and then like a barbell and a set of dumbbells and you're set to go with just, just that stuff. Nice. How about you, Bobby? Yeah, I'm going to go with dumbbells for the minimalist and a pull-up bar, whether it's a door frame pull-up bar or something that you can hang in the garage. Um, and with those dumbbells, I would go on a moderate weight. I wouldn't try to go something super heavy. So fellas, I would not try to chase the 50 pound dumbbells or heavier Go something like 35 because you can do a lot of accessory work with it, but it's still heavy enough where you can um, get some strength work in if you wanted to add some tempo. And then coupled with that, just a light set of bands will go a long way. All right. I agree with, with both of those. Let me ask you guys this quick question. If you only had one item, maybe two, let's call, call it two items that you could have in your garage, what would it be, Bobby? Oh, only two items. Uh, does a dumbbell count as one? Or I'll is call it a set of dumbbells as one. Okay. I would have a set of dumbbells and a bike. What kind of bike? Assault. Assault bike. Joseph? You know what? I'd, I hate to copy, but I think uh, a set of dumbbells. And are both unoriginal. You both are unoriginal. I hate it. It's the worst answer. No, I'm just kidding. Ryan, what's yours? Oh, I'm going completely opposite. I'm going a true form and um, a climbing rope. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know, maybe a, uh, I don't know, dumbbells and um, maybe a kettlebell. You can go running at any time. Get a kettlebell in there too. So, um, all right, well, cool. Um, what are the top items that, you know, obviously you guys believe your athletes need to be able to program for them in their garages or in their homes right now? Yeah. So the more they have, the better you've got, I know Joe's working with Scott and Scott's got a 
a small affiliate in his garage right now, but um, I just got off the phone with Crystal, and we were talking about how she was struggling to squat because she doesn't have a rack. So if you guys are limited on space and you're looking for something quick to, to use as a squat rack, squat stands are great, but if you have a little bit more space, a yoke is a fantastic squat rack. You can also do pull-ups off of it. You can hang rings from it. You can carry it. You can push it. You can pull it. So I'm looking for something like that from um, for my athletes because I would love for them to be able to do as much stuff as as they can inside the gym. So some weights and some sort of rack to hold that. Cool. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I'm with that. Um, you know, I think for me it de- it depends for my athletes. Um, I definitely would love a barbell just so we can keep barbell movements going, still work on some, some lifting, Olympic lifting. Um, and then, yeah, some kind of a rack, um, preferably, yeah, yoke, or if you have the space, um, and you know, you can afford it, a, um, you know, a, a, an actual rig or rack, um, that's, you know, whether it's wall mounted and it folds up to save space, um, or if it's just a set of squat stands, um, just to give you that option where you can squat a little heavier. I've been having a lot of people that don't have racks take take front squats from the floor, um, which works, but you still can't necessarily get the same load as you could off of a rack. Right. No, I agree. Some sort of rack. I know that you can go buy some of the cheaper ones to be able to just get the barbell off the ground is, is going to be helpful for anybody so they can continue those strength portions. But obviously you guys are looking for your athletes to have some sort of barbell, but you can program to any type of equipment. And I already think I know the answer to my next question, but I'll ask it anyways. Best conditioning machine out there? I'm assuming both of you will be unoriginal and say the assault bike. <laughs> You got me thinking with that true form, maybe like a Versa climber or something different. Hey, hey. I don't know. So, I mean, Joe, what do you think is the best best machine equipment out there that we can use and it also be minimal on size? Yeah, I think um, especially going minimal on size. Um, I mean, obviously the smallest um, space taker would be probably a, a wall-mounted ski erg. But if you're looking for um, – I think the best one to develop both the aerobic system and the other systems as well. Um, an assault bike is going to be your best bet. It takes up a lot less space than a rower does, and you can train all three energy systems um, with just that assault bike, whether it's power, whether it's lactic um, or aerobic. I think that's the best machine for developing all three systems. Nice. I like that. I like how you're talking about the three systems with that as well. How about you, Bobby? Yeah, so I actually think the rower takes up less space than the bike because you can push it up on its edge. It also breaks down into two pieces really easily. So if you need to, if you're traveling a lot or if you guys, if you go on vacation and you want to put something in the back of the car, that rower breaks down into two pieces real quickly. But the assault bike is a little more cost-friendly, and I agree with Joe on the system. So if you have the space for the bike, um, I would go with the bike. The downside of the bike is those of you guys that are in apartments or condos and have people living above you or below you, that bike can get loud if you're really ripping on it. So, um, you know, make sure you don't piss off your neighbors when you're, when you're ripping on it. 
Right. No, I agree with that. It's funny, though, that you believe that you're going to break down a rower and take it on a vacation, especially with a new baby coming, sir. Oh, no, not me. I'm just saying something. No, I'll let you believe that you can still do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, if we're ever allowed to go on vacation again, right? No, that's right. That's right. I can tell you guys a quick story before – you know, with all this going on and before injuries and whatnot, I used to rent out a U-Haul, attach it to either my truck or uh, our SUV when we went down to the beach, and I would load it with basically a full garage gym, you know, about 500 pounds of weights, rower, bike, sandbags, wall balls, rings, the whole nine yards, take it to the beach, set up a whole outside gym and work out out there every day. Um but I don't do that anymore, and it's not good for the. Is it actually getting used, or was it just like the first day or two, and then it? No, we would use it for the whole two week beach week, but it, it was just a lot, and it, it it took away from family time. So we just agreed that it wasn't needed. There you go. But yeah, we we would have the whole nine yards there. But once again, I got off topic. Shocker. Um, you know, we 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 all talk about different things that you need as a CrossFitter or even an athlete or someone to work out and train with. I'm pretty sure that I've seen more podcasts on this, but I am interested on your guys' take. All right. We have a gym bag, right? What's essential in that gym bag? What type of shoes are we wearing? Right. You know, give me, give me what's in an athlete's gym bag and, and what you want them to wear. And then also kind of give me what you have in your gym bag. Why don't you start us off, Bobby? Yeah, I think the most important thing in a gym bag is the the pair of shoes. You got to have the right pair of shoes to train. Everyone's going to be a little different with this. My favorite shoe is the Reebok Nano 2. Um, came out in 2012, and they've continued to re-release it because it's been so popular. But whether it's Noble or Metcon or whatever you got, whatever your thing is, a good pair of shoes is is the foundation. Beyond that, I think the next things that CrossFitters need to get are a, their own jump rope um, so they can cut it to their own height. And then they need hand some sort of hand protection, whatever grips they like, whether it's uh, – I love the victory grips. Um, it's just the, the ones without the finger holes. Super comfortable, and I haven't ripped on them yet. But I think that's the bare minimum. I can go into some more detail in a minute, but I'm curious to see what – kind of shoes joe wears yeah um i have in my bag i have um my nike metcon fives i believe fours or fives whatever the newest one is um they come with a nice little heel insert to kind of turn them into a lifter um i love the support i love how solid the foundation is but they're also flexible enough that i can run in them as well so they're a nice kind of versatile shoe, and they have little grooves on the inside of both shoes, um, so you can get a little bit more grip on the rope um, while you're doing rope climbs. Um, so those are kind of my go-to training shoe. I also have in my bag um, the Romelio 2s, the Nike Romelio 2s, um, the lifters. So I'm trying to move away from them personally as an athlete to stop lifting in them, but you know, when I do have those those max out days or those super heavy lifting days, I do like those just for the how solid they are in the base, how good of a foundation you can get with those. So for shoes, those are my two go-tos. I like it. So then 
what do you feel like, I mean, I know Bobby, you're talking about, um, a jump rope and grips and all that other stuff. But if I'm a CrossFitter, if I'm somebody working with you right away, other than a, a jump rope, is there anything else I need in my bag? Do I need tape? Do I need, uh, I need to shave my hands every day. Is there anything like that? You said that you could go in a little bit more detail. I was just curious. Yeah. So I think hand care is really important because if you rip your hands, then it adjusts your training for at least a week. We've all been there. Ryan, I know you and I started CrossFit when Joe was still like in middle school, but mm-hmm. um, it used to be really cool to have ripped up hands and the, the bloody hands. You remember those pictures? Oh, I got plenty of them. Yeah. And it was so dumb. And grips didn't even exist um, when I started. I, I don't know if you ever did this, but I remember taking tape and kind of making a makeshift gymnastics grip with tape. All yeah, the way I up did that one or twice. Yeah. And I really didn't have grips till like 2013, 2014. So I was doing CrossFit for like two or three years without them and it was rough. But I think a good set of grips is super important to protect your hands. A lot of people like tape for lifting to be able to tape their thumbs. But I think, I don't know why it took us so long to figure this out, but I saw Joe do it. I've seen some other games athletes do it. It's taking sweatbands and putting them on your wrist. Uh, And it stops the sweat from coming to your hands. So it prevents you from ripping as much. It's going to be super important coming into these uh, summer months. This is not super necessary and this is still pretty new, but if you guys are out there and you haven't tried it yet, take a sweatband, put it on your wrist. It'll stop the sweat from coming to your hand. You won't need as much chalk and you won't rip as much. Hmm. Yeah. um, I completely agree with that. I, you know, sweatbands, I didn't find them until probably six, six or eight months ago, I think, maybe a year. But they completely just like changed things for me. I used to chalk consistently um, and overly chalk my hands. And sometimes that can actually cause you to rip even more uh, when you're getting that friction from your hand to the bar, especially if it's humid out um, and you're chalking a lot, you're sweating a lot. That extra friction, if your hands are really, really dry from the excess chalk. Um, you'll rip a little bit more from the friction. So sweatbands um, and then grips as well. I've I've definitely abused my grips. Um, I personally use Pixel, Pixel Azor grips, I believe they're called. Um, they're carbon fiber on top. I don't put my fingers through, and those have been also a lifesaver. If you put the sweatbands underneath of the grips, um, that also gives a little bit of extra hold for the grip as well. Um, and it protects your wrists a little bit more as well. Okay. No, that's all good information to know and, and good to know about kind of protecting your hands. I do think that obviously having your hands good to go and, and kind of going in that direction will, will definitely go a long way to keep you training and keep you going in the direction that you want. Um, you know, guys, it's it's interesting that we sit here during this quarantine time and we, we try to figure it out, but these are the good things that people need to know, even if they're staying at home, taking care of their hands, making sure that they have the equipment. I can't tell you how many times that I've told people that I believe one of the first things that you should ever get in any type of training is a jump rope. Um, you want it set for your height. You want to make sure that it's it's either a speed rope or a heavy rope, whatever you want. That's up to you. But that's a that's a an essential in my book. Um, with that being said, is there anything else that you want to drop 
to our listeners about things that they may need for the garage gym side, what they might need in a bag or anything that might help them understand just kind of things that they, they might want when it comes to getting some training and programming in from, from us. Yeah, I've had a lot of questions about barbells recently and which bar to get. And, hey, I saw a barbell on Craigslist. Should I get this? Or which Rogue bar should I get? Some are 150, some are 600. What is it? Like, I personally, I think one of the best Rogue bars, it's it's like 200 bucks. I think. It's the Rogue Echo bar. Um, it's probably cannot withstand the same beating it would get in a gym where you've got a ton of people using it all the time. But at your house. It's a great option. I think, like I said, it's 200 bucks. It spins well. You can lift with it. But that's a really good option for those of you guys who are eyeing a barbell. And then I get asked a lot about Olympic lifting shoes. Which Olympic lifting shoes to get if you should even get them? Um, I have the Nikes and the old Reeboks that they don't make anymore. Um, I will wear the Nikes on occasion when I lift. I'm kind of like Joe. I'll, I'll use them sometimes, but kind of weaning away. It's not a priority to get them. All the different companies have a slightly different different drop in the shoe, Adidas, Nike, and Reebok. So right. before you buy the shoe, talk to a coach because the coach will be able to tell you which drop you need based on your ankle mobility. Yeah. Um, going off of the shoes, I am definitely love the shoes. Um, I wear Nikes. I've heard incredible things about the Romelio 4s. Um, but personally as an athlete myself, trying to move away from them just so you never know, you really don't want to form a dependency on your lifter just so, you know, you might, if, you know, if you want to compete, you might get into a competition at some point. If you look at the very first competition or the very first event from the CrossFit games this year, it was 400 meter runs, legless rope climbs and squat snatches at 185. So if you have a dependency on those lifters, you can't run a 400 meter in lifters. So you don't want to get to those snatches and not be able to lift in your Metcon. So I think it's super important to build on regular shoes. Um, but getting back onto the point of um, just some other key things to have. Um, I personally love the rogue echo bar. Um, just, I like the double knurling marks on there just for um, hand placement help. Joe, your garage or your sorry, your gym bag essential though includes bubble gum, right? Uh, yes. Um, preferably Big League Chew, either out of here original or ground ball grape. Um, that is just a just a key point to my to my training. That's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. Keep bubble right. gum in your gym bag. Bubble gum in your gym bag or Skittles, right? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. That's yeah. right. I so, don't. I don't eat Skittles. <laughs> um. Well, you know, I think that's all good information to have. What I like to do and what you guys know is kind of end it on a different note. And uh, listening to a podcast this morning, uh, my question to you is, what do you complain about the most? That's oh, tough. easy. All right, Bobby, go ahead. I I, it's to my wife and it's about sleep. If, if she wakes me up or something like that, I will complain all day. And now I got the aura ring to thanks to Ryan to prove 
to her that she was waking me up in the middle of the night. I like it. So I'm going to be complaining a lot here coming like six weeks, I guess. When uh, Oh, boy. You know. Don't say that about the new baby. <laughs> so, Joe? Um, this is a tough one. Well, so, I mean, if I had to go off of being at home, um, I don't talk a lot, as Ryan can, Ryan can attest to. Um, so I think I just complain a lot in my head to myself. Um, but I think if, if things are really dirty, like if there's like a lot of dishes piled up or the floor is really dirty, just general, like dirtiness is my big, big thing. All right. I like it. Mine is simple. People not having common sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just, you don't have common sense. Like it's, it's, that's a very big complaint for mine, for myself. Um, so the challenge of all that, though, is now that we've all, all three of us have identified what we complain about, try not to complain about it and see if that makes your day a little bit better. Um, it's worth a shot. I challenge our listeners, if you if you figure out something that you complain about, put it in the notes or the comment section and, and see if you can try to not complain about that anymore. So I like it. Yeah. That's all I have for today. It was short, it was sweet, and it was exactly what we needed. Um, Bobby, Joe, you have anything else you want to leave our listeners for? Um, I have one little quick extra. I think uh, Garage Gym Essential just came to mind. I think a set of rings, if you have a place to hang them, whether it's from a pull-up bar um, or even if it's just something overhead, I think that's also important. You can do things like tempo single arm ring rows you can do um pull-ups on rings i think there's a lot of extra stuff you can add with rings ring dips um so i think rings are a nice little extra set not to carry us over but one 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 last little piece all right well if not oh go ahead bobby sorry i was just gonna say i think try not to get caught too uh, caught up too much on what you don't have in your garage as compared to the gym but try to make the best of what you do have um, and get creative. Uh, the CrossFit PR star bodyweight classes, we've been doing some odd object stuff. People have been using everything from sewing kits to, um, automatic vacuums during their lifting. So look around the house, get creative, do some, uh, outside the gym, uh, or out thinking outside the box, like literally outside the box while you're doing this training and, uh, have some fun with it. That sounds great guys. I want to thank everybody for listening. Bobby, Joe, thanks for jumping on like always. And we will get back with you in about a week or two. Peace.